because you are your household and my household. We will serve the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. This morning, the Amen. Lord will heal us many brokenhearted in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, we, the Lord brought his word to us in the last few days um, on the subject, overcoming fear. Overcoming fear. Uh, we understand that fear is a spirit. Fear is a spirit. And that spirit torments. It torments, it troubles. It brings calamity, sickness, and a lot of evil things upon its victim. My prayer for you this morning is that you will no longer be a victim of fear in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. And then yesterday we were meant to understand that there are two kinds of fear that we looked at. Uh, we look at uh, the fear of evil. That means and we look at the example of Job. Job in Job chapter 3 from verse 25. The Bible made us to understand that Job said what he feared the most, what he dreaded the most, it came upon him. Whatever thing you have feared in the past, it will not come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. It will not come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen. 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 And then we also look at the second um, the second aspect or the second kind of fear that we're talking about is the fear of God. The Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs 1 verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So um, now this one refers to reverential fear. That means you, are, you, you, you reverence God, not, not the kind of fear you have for men or the kind of fear that you have uh, for maybe um, um, you know, witches, no, no, we were talking about, you know, the fear that, you know, you fear God in whatever thing you do, you fear God in whatever thing you lay your hand upon in every step and every decision that you make. And in the name of Jesus, witches, wizard will not have stronghold over your life in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, this morning, we are going to look at some of the things that people fear the most. Some of the things that people fear the most. And the first one we are looking at this morning is death. 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 Now, when I mean death, not just spiritual death, physical death, passing away. Passing away. It's, it's, it's perhaps the most dreadful issue before people. When you ask the young, they are dreadful of death. When you ask the old, they are dreadful of death. Was that the way God ordained it? No. Let's have some understanding about uh, that. Now, turn your Bible uh, with me uh, to the book of Hebrews chapter 10. And I will need somebody from that is joining us online this morning anybody to also open so we read i will read here hebrew 10 uh 27 and then i will have somebody else read uh also first corinthians 15 first corinthians 15 55 to 56 
But first, let's look at the book of Hebrew. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, sorry, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, not 10. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And I read. As it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. What is appointed unto men to uh, once to die, and after this, the judgment. Now, who is reading 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 56? Praise the oh, Lord. Oh, death. Hallelujah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, death, where is thy strength? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The strength of death is sin, hmm. and the strength of sin is the law. Hmm. Hmm. Look at what the Bible says. So, now, if we come back to that scripture, now the Bible says, Oh, death, where is thy sting. Actually, for you to really have a good understanding of those two scriptures, if you read the preceding verse, it talks about uh, corruption, putting out in corruption, and then it talks about mortality, putting on immortality, and so on. Now, oh, death, where's thy sting? Oh, grave, where's thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. Now, brethren, we are not supposed to be scared of death. That is the first thing you must understand. Although death is inevitable, inevitable means that people eventually will pass on, will transit away from this physical world. But God uh, with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ has conquered the spirit of death. Jesus Christ has conquered the spirit of death. Now, one thing that you must know and understand about death, death is both spiritual and physical. When you see a man dying outside, he already died inside. When you see a woman dying outside, she already died inside, the inside here now. A good example, how did death enter into the world? Of course, many of us that are familiar with the Bible, you will recall that in the book of Genesis, chapter 3 in particular, uh, they, Adam and Eve, when they ate the forbidden fruit, there, then there was instantly God places a curse on man, places a curse on woman, places a curse on, 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 on serpent. And so that was, that was how death entered into mankind. Now, the first death that perhaps we can uh, record in the Bible is in the book of Genesis chapter 4. And who can tell me who, who, who was that person? 
Who? Abel. Abel. I can't hear you well. Abel. 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 Praise the Lord. I'm glad there are, there are Bible. There are Bible students in our means. Praise the Lord. You know, it makes me happy. That means if you, that means uh, no, no, nobody can deceive you. Somebody you are driving, I mean, so you are in a, in a, in a bus or you're in a place and somebody's preaching heresy, you can quickly point the person to order. That is good. That is good. Now, the first death recorded is in that much uh, Genesis 4. That was Abel. So when sin entered into Adam and Eve, the Bible says Adam knew his wife. They conceived and gave birth to Cain, who was their first child and their first son. And then they could conceive again and give birth to Abel. But then they brought sacrifices unto God. Abel offered the best of his sacrifices, but uh, Cain did not. And what happened? Cain was offended, and that is what most Christians are doing. When they see the Lord blessing their brother or sister, they get offended. Now, at the point God approached Cain in particular, you can read that Genesis 4, and told him, why is your countenance falling? Why are you offended? Why? Why are you? What is it that's making your countenance to fall? That if you do well, you'll be commended. He said, but you did not do well. Your brother's sacrifice was accepted because his way was right with God. But your own, you didn't give God the best. So God was still giving Cain opportunity to repent. Then God made a statement, which is where we are going. He said, he says, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall his desire be. But God now made his final statement there. He said, but thou shalt rule over it's now coming to where our sister read in first Corinthians 15 55 and 56. Oh, death, where is that thing? Oh, grave, where is that victory? This thing of death is sin. Can you see? Cain was offended, he killed his brother. That's why God warned him. And as a result of that, so there was sin in Cain. That, that sin made him offended. He was, he was wrought. And he thought the best thing to do was to kill his brother. Do not kill your brother in your heart. Do not kill your sister in the heart. Don't. Now, because God will require their blood from you if you do. But instead, you have to love your brother. You have to pray for them. You have to wish them well. Now, now, so death should not be a thing that we should be afraid of. Though death real, though I mean, though uh, death, though very real, it should not scare us at all. Why? Because Christ has conquered death. You see, the moment a, uh, an individual begin to lose his or her relationship with God, it begins to affect their physical life. So death is one of the things that people are, are really scared of. But you should not be scared of death. Now, we are saying this because 
God wants you to know and have dominion over the spirit of death. The scripture tells us in Psalm 118 verse 17, the psalmist says clearly, I, I shall not die. Make that your own confession. I shall not die. Now declare to your household, my household will not die. We shall live. So that means now death has its own appointed time. And God is the one in charge of it. He's the one that makes the switch. Whether for uh, you know, for uh, for people that are you know that have lived long, there's no death that will occur. If God will not permit it, it will not happen. So let your mind be at peace. Now, put your mind on the promises of God for your life. The promises of God they are all over the Scripture. A good example, Psalm ninety-one. The Bible says, with long life will I do what? Satisfy me. He will satisfy me with long life. Yesterday, myself and my family were praying in the evening, and we read from the book of Job, chapter 42. The Bible says, Job, live more than 40 years. So you will live long. You will see your children, 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 children in the name of Jesus. In good health, in the name of Jesus. And you know the good thing? If you check the Bible, there's no way it is written in the Bible where the Bible says, as you grow old, you'll be developing some strange sicknesses, be developing these. No. The Bible says specifically in, in the book of Psalms, he's saying in your, old, in your old age, what will, what will happen? You will bear fruit. So we are still in the era of where men and women live really long. So, for you to overcome death, the spirit of death, stay away from sin. When you stay away from sin, meditate on the promises of God. With long life, will it satisfy me and show me salvation? I cannot die young. It's just, it's just the truth. I cannot die young because I know the God that is in charge of both, he, he has the power to kill. And to make a lie. It can bring somebody alive. It can kill. So you cannot die young too in the name of Jesus. Now our children will not die young in the name of Jesus. As parents, we will never, we, 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 we will not witness the death of our children. In the name of Jesus. Long life their portion in the name of Jesus. We will not sorrow over any one of them in the name of Jesus. They will not be victim of accident in the name of Jesus. They will not be victim of sicknesses in the name of Jesus. The Lord will, our children will see up to their fourth generation, to minimum, minimum of fourth generation in the name of Jesus. Minimum of up to fourth generation. So people still live long. There are, there are Christians in our generation, like, uh, you know, like our brothers, uh, you know, our brother's mom, who live 107. I believe 107 before she passed on. So there are people who still live long. You are one of them. And not just living long, it will be in good health and in peace of mind. In the name of Jesus. So let your mind be at peace. You cannot die young. It's not possible. Let your mind be at peace. So one of the fear that you must overcome is the fear of death. When you are driving behind you, we don't say you are going to have a cigarette. You will not die. 
when you are sleeping, doesn't somebody will pray. No, God is in, just make sure that you hand over your life, your family, everything you own to the hand of God. Then the spirit of death cannot come near you. Now, so God has power over death. Now, look at what the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 10. Matthew 10, 28. Matthew 10. So let it, go and write it down. Say, I cannot die young. I shall not die young. Spirit of death will not rest upon my love. I have a destiny to fulfill on earth. You have a destiny to fulfill on earth. And together we shall fulfill God's mandate for our life in the name of Jesus. Do you know our fathers in the faith, they prophesied their, you know, what their end will look like? You can claim it too. Our father in the faith said he will eat from the deer. He will just rely, you know, call after eating the pandemic, call his family, bless everyone, bless the church, and just relax. We have them all over all over the world. Recent one, we are mean maybe two or three years now. Billy Graham, the great evangelist. He died at close to 100. And this man, no complication. He just slept off. Uh, Rosso, the one that he passed on recently to. Uh, how about uh, Yongi Cho, the man that God gave grace to have the largest church in the world. He just passed on early this year too. There's, there's countless of, so what the Bible says is still happening in our days. So I want you to plug yourself in. Plug yourself into long life. But when God gives you long life, what do you want to do with it? To cause trouble? To terrorize your neighbor? To oppress the people around you? No. It should be to advance the cause of the kingdom. If God sees that your life is profitable, he won't allow the spirit of death to come near you. If you see that you are always concerned about his work, you love him with all your heart. What keep people cheaply will not come near you in the name of Jesus. It will not come near your spouse in the name of Jesus. Husband and wife, let your mind be at rest. You will not die young. In the name of Jesus, you will see your children, children, not only their graduation, you will see their wedding, not only their wedding, you will carry your grand, your first grandchild, your second, your third, your fourth, up to minimum of four generations in the name of Jesus. The Lord of hosts will bring it to power. Now, uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Can you see? So who should you fear? Fear God. Fear God. If you fear God, you will not fear death. If you fear God, you will not fear devil. If you fear God, you will not fear witches and wizards. It's not possible to fear God at the same time. Look at it. He said, but. He said, but. Look at it. He said, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Who is able to destroy it? God himself is able. So God wants us to fear him. So when you fear him, the spirit of death cannot rest over you. Our parents, spend time to teach your children about the word of God. Don't be too busy for them. Show them the way of God. Teach them early. They will give you peace of mind when you are old. When you teach them early, show them the way to righteousness. 
Then they will give you rest of mind when you are old. Now that they are young, this is the time to teach them about God. Wake up with them and do devotion with them. Teach them the word of God. The day that you are all together, you do Bible study. Let them know the way of God. Let them know the mind of God. You see, to save you from a lot of trouble. I want you to bow down your head this morning as we pray. Now, the fear of death. It has been canceled over your life. It has been canceled over your family. It has been canceled over your children. It has been canceled over your husband. It has been canceled over your wife. It has been canceled over your children and your grandchildren in the name of Jesus. It has been canceled over your extended family. It has been canceled over all members of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray and say, Father, I thank you for destroying the spirit of death. I thank you. Now go ahead and begin to talk to him. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. Jesus is the one that has power over your soul and your body in hell. He has the power. He can make alive. He can kill. So when you surrender your life, when you, when you teach your children to surrender their life to Jesus, you are saving yourself from many calamities. So you are here this morning. You are not born again. And you want to accept Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is knocking at the door of your heart. I want you to open it. Don't shut it. Don't close it. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Deliver me from the stronghold of death in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me eternal life. And the life that you give me here on earth, help me to use it to serve you. Lord, I pray as many that I pray this simple prayer of faith as they have believed in their heart that you died for them and that they believe that you can save them, please save them. As your word says in that book of Romans 10, 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Arise and save your children today and save their soul. Write their name in the book of land, deliver them from the griefs of death. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Your next prayer, you are going to pray. Now you are going to prophesy. This is not the prayer you pray. Uh, please, I want to uh, sound that warning. Please make sure you listen. This prayer is not prayer you pray and you are sleeping. Because I don't want to say negative thing on yourself. So you are going to pray and say, you spirit of death. You have no part with me. I have no part with you. I shall not die. Believe. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Tell God what you will do when he grants you long life. Tell him what you will do. What do you want to do? You want to see yourself going on evangelism in Africa, evangelism in America. What do you want to see God do? Tell him why he should give you a long life. In the name, you spirit of death, I have no part with you. You have no part with me. You have no part with my family. You have no part with my wife. You have no part with my children. You have no part with the church of God. Jesus out. So in the name of Jesus, Lose your grip in the name of Jesus. I command you in the name of Jesus. As an oracle of the living God, I command you, lose your grip. You will not rest upon my Lord. You will not rest upon the church. You will not rest upon our brethren. You will not rest upon our pregnant sisters. You will not rest upon our women. You will not rest upon our men. You will not rest upon our youth. You will not rest upon our toddlers. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of death, the Lord of hosts, rebuke you. You will not have a place in our home. You will not have a place in our family. Your fear will not have a place in our heart. I shall not die, but leave. 
and live and serve the and do the work of God. Live and do the work of God. In my old age, I will serve the Lord in the name of Jesus. For me and my wife, we will serve the Lord. Our children will serve the Lord. Our descendants will serve the Lord in the name of Jesus. Therefore, death, you have no license over our life in the name of Jesus. Anyone that you are targeting in Jesus' house or by extension, extended family, the Lord destroy your counter because the Lord has destroyed you already in the name of Jesus. The Lord of hosts destroy your counsel. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. I want you to stretch forth your hand. King of King, Lord of Lord, I thank you this morning for drawing us together to pray. We are grateful for helping us to worship you and to stand in the God for your church. And we are grateful for bringing your word unto us that we should not be afraid of death. Though death is inevitable, but you have promised us long life. So we stand with your word. We believe your word. That you are still the God who gives long life. Prosperity, good health, peace of mind to people. Lord Jesus, you have given it to our fathers in the faith. Before now, even in our generation. The same way we believe this morning. That long life is our portion. Good health is our portion. Minimum for everyone you will see at least four generations after you, in the name of Jesus. You'll be alive and well in the name of Jesus. You will not be sick. You will not be feeble in the name of Jesus. Sorrow will not cross your path in the name of Jesus. Sickness, cancer, whatever thing that is found in, in, in people, it will not be found in your body as you labor daily for the work of God in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for all your children. I pray for the extended family. Death is canceled over your life. Over my family, death is canceled. Over all members of Jesus' house, death is canceled. As we prepare for the Christmas and New Year, there shall be no loss in our camp in the name of Jesus. And Father, as you grant us long life, Lord Jesus, we will serve you. We will do your work until our last breath on heart. Lord Jesus, for our children, we commit them into your hand. Teach this one your way, Lord. You promise in your word that you will teach our children yourself. Teach them your, way, your ways in the name of Jesus. The one that is not saved among them, save their soul. This one will not go to hell. In the, this one will not be wayward in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you for what we do at tomorrow's services. Lord, by your power, draw your people unto yourself. Save soul and heal the sea. Let the glory be ascribed to you. In Jesus' 